The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. Hi, Hannah. Hey, Mackenzie. It's always good to see your beautiful face. You too. And your hair looks great. I already complimented you, but I feel like every time we get on the podcast, I'm just like, you're gorgeous. And then I'm like, oh, no one else can see you. Well, we've gotten some requests to do like the videos and the YouTube. So like maybe down the pike, we'll have some We'll have some video chats and yeah. hopefully some like meet and greets later and we can have be a lot of fun. That would be so fun. Tell us if you think you'd come meet us or watch the YouTube or whatever you guys want. For sure the meet and greets and hopefully like the YouTube in the future. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see how that comes. I think that'll be fun either way. For now, Dating to Texas podcast on Instagram, baby. Yeah, girl, yeah. So I need to know what your thoughts are on a new Mackenzie undercover story that I want to tell you. What if I was like, I'm good. Uh, like that's not in your contract. <laughs> like I feel like in your contract it should say like you have to be excited for these episodes because I don't well, Molly, it. break that in. Unnecessary, go for it, but I'm always excited. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm just gonna jump right in. Like a lot of my cases, how they start. So I get a call from a wife. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't freaking say. <laughs> so I get a call from a woman who expresses her concern about her husband maybe having an adulterous affair. She's concerned that he is cheating on her, basically. I see your That's face. You're like, good. oh, here we go. Hannah's Uh a romantic. Hannah's a romantic. Like, she likes it when there's a happy ending and everybody kisses. And so sometimes life isn't like that here. (laughs) I really do. I just want to live in my little fantasy. Okay, so. (laughs) So I get a call from the wife. She says, I think my husband's cheating on me. I need to know what's going on. So I ask her for a little bit of a backstory. And so she goes in to tell me about how her husband got a new job. He's working as a as a professional and he meets this guy at work. And ever since they start hanging out, she notices that he's acting a little suspiciously. And so her first thought is, this guy is no good. She ends up meeting the coworker. He brings his wife over and they have like this couple's, you know, connection. The dudes are friends. And so she meets the wife. So she gets to know them. They, you know, have dinner together. They go and do things together because now the dudes, like the husbands, are friends, right? But what's really weird is that, first of all, the coworker, bad vibes. Like, I'm not feeling it. I get bad juju. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. She said, and even his wife. Her femtuition. Her femtuition is like clicking on, right? And she says, And even his wife is really standoffish. They're both just really weird. I don't trust it. Okay. So now she's talking about not only the friend, but the wife too. Okay. Are you tracking? Yeah. I have my theories, but continue. Okay. 
So the wife is just feeling super, she said that whenever they hang out, she just feels kind of left out, I guess, like the dudes are talking and then there's the the other wife, but she's just kind of by herself. And have you ever like gone on a double date or gone to a girlfriend's house and you know how when you're with friends or whatever and someone's in the kitchen cleaning up, you go in to offer to help and the chicks kind yeah. of hang out and, and the guys kind of mm-hmm. chat. And that's kind of how it happens a lot of times, right? For sure. Well, she said that it's not like that. She said that the other wife is just super standoffish and weird. She doesn't like it. So she has all these thoughts in her head, has no idea what's going on. But because the wife is so standoffish and just won't like, it's almost like she refuses to connect with her. And so now she has this thought in her head that her husband is sleeping with this guy's wife. And like, I'm sorry, but if you're like, if your intuition is clicking on and you're like, this is weird. This girl's acting weird. My like, they, and she said that when they're together, they like talk, but they would also like avoid each other. Like they would yeah. never be close. Like she's like, he's got to be either sleeping with her or something is going on there. Something's weird. It's suspicious. Yeah, it was suspicious enough for her to sit on it for a few weeks and then give me a call. Anyway, so they go out together. They do dinner together. Whatever. Well, then she says that. Her husband, after hanging out with this guy, also started to get secretive with the cell phone, like turning the cell phone face down. And whenever the credit card bill would come, he would like get online real quick and pay the bill or like rush to the mailbox. And if you guys, if you guys have seen our Red Flag Fridays on Instagram, that's like one, that was one of the red flags. Yes. So like the, the secretive credit card bills, the face down phone, that's a red flag. How long have they been married? I think I want to say about eight years or so. That's a long time. That would be weird for this to like pop up. Yeah, I I totally get where she was. It was a long enough time where she's like, they're married, they're established, and like it's enough time for us to be a red flag, right? So yeah, this that's is weird. New, new behavior in general. So new behavior in general is scary, right? So she says that he's rushing with the credit card statements and he's secretive with the cell phone. Well, so then... She's wondering, well, maybe him and this guy are both cheating on their wives. Like maybe they're both like connecting because they're like, hey, we're both going to cheat on our wives. Let's let's do this thing, whatever. So then she explains to me that the guys are always going out together and like hanging out. They're always going, you know, out drinking together like they're good guy friends. And she's like, I just don't understand why all of a sudden he's hanging out with this guy and all of a sudden his phone is secretive, the credit. And so she's like, something's weird there. That's weird for him to hang out with a guy who he's like having an affair with his wife. But also now I'm kind of like, are they, I don't know, doing something illegal together? Maybe they're like embezzling funds from the company. That was my very first thought. Like I was like, for sure. Armchair sleuth. (laughs) Armchair sleuth. I got something. Oh, that was my very first thought too, because what are the, like, there's, there's so many different options, but you, you kind of think of maybe possibly the most common anyway. So she's totally thinking something is 100% wrong and, and good on her, right. For calling to see if she can find out for sure. So she has all these theories. And so she says, listen, he's going out with this guy a lot. And I just want to know what's going on. Can you follow them and see where they're going? Maybe they're going to like, strip clubs or she's like i don't like i don't mind if he goes to a strip club like guys go to strip clubs who go to strip clubs it's fine but like i I just want to know like maybe he's got a secret girlfriend do they both have secret girlfriends i just need to get to the bottom of it 
So she calls, she tells me, she says, okay, this, this night they're going out and I just want to see where they're going. Please follow them. So I'm like, all right, bet. Like I, you know, I got this. We'll go see what they're doing. I really hope you end up in a strip club. (laughs) It wouldn't be the first time I've been in so many strip clubs doing surveillance. It's wild. So I follow them. They meet up, they go to this sports bar and it's a dude joint, like wings, beer, sports ball. Like, I don't know. I don't know what sports they like. There was race car shows on and like something else and like all this stuff. I don't know. The like, race car shows, the race car performances. Yeah, the ones where the drivers are just going in circles. And there was like, and then there's like sports ball, other sports ball activities happening on the TVs. Like there's a ton. Of, it's fine. But don't judge me. I don't know what they're called. Okay. I don't do sports. Ball. No, I love this description. <laughs> this is perfect for anyone who's never been to a, a sports bar. They don't need to go anymore. Because it's like, and there, so there's like 700 TVs on the wall, right? And so there's bars, like there's a, it's a restaurant on like the outside, but in the inside, like kind of in the middle, there's these two like U-shaped bars, okay? And so my subject and his coworker go into the bar, they're sitting at the bar, they're talking, they're shooting the shit, they're laughing, just dudes, like, yo, dude, want me some more? And they're going through pictures and whatever. Like, you know how guys talk, like in a sports bar, like, that's totally... 100% accurate to the description that's in your It's head. so funny because like I do know how they talk but I also have walked into sports bars where there are games on and it's like these men just sitting in silence staring at like whatever game they're watching and it's so uncomfortable and I'm like don't you guys like want to like connect on an emotional level and it's like this that's probably their best hangout that they've ever had. They're like we're best friends and we went and sat in silence to watch the Eagles. <laughs> and I'm like there's no romance and connection here. We're done. Okay, so anyways, they're at this bar and where I'm sitting at one bar, I can see like across like to the other U shape of the bar that I'm at to their bar. So their backs are to me and I'm videotaping with my covert video camera, okay? And I'm documenting what's happening. And so usually when I'm doing surveillance and someone is just sitting for a long period of time on the surveillance, I'm not typically recording for the whole several hours Mm -hmm. or whatever, because the clients really don't want to see that. So a lot of time I might stop recording or if there's like just a long period of time of the same thing, and then I'll pick back up recording just to kind of keep the video a little bit shorter and whatever. How do you record just really quick you recording suspiciously in a bar? Like, what does that look like? You don't want to tell us that's your secret. Well, so, well, I have a couple of spy gadgets, but this time I was just using my iPhone. Oh my God. And no one notices? Like, like, no. So I have an app where like, you can just like record and then make the screen go black or make the screen do other things. And so I can be like pretending to text or pretending to talk on the phone. I can FaceTime my husband while it's recording. Like, I can do so many things and nobody knows I'm recording anything. Oh my God. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a surveillance app and it has like my time and date stamp on it. So it's legal, like it's evidence, like it is legally like usable. That's- and then I have like other, you know, the the sunglasses and the hats with the cameras in them and the buttons. And like, I have all those too, but why not? Like you're, everybody's used to seeing a cell phone. Why not use it? No, like- totally. I just was curious because like, whenever I've seen a celebrity across a restaurant, you try to do the thing where you take a selfie with them in the background. Like I can't get away with it. So I'm impressed, but that's good to know. (laughs) Well, I've been doing it for 16 years. Like it's just, it comes naturally now, but like the hard part also was that in a sports bar, like it's, there's so many guys there. 
And so being a girl alone in a sports bar is kind of awkward because it's not very common to see that. Like, not that women don't go to sports bars, but, you know, it's just kind of alone when you're by yourself in a sports bar surrounded by dudes. Yeah. And so it just kind of, it makes you stand out a little bit. And then some of the guys hit on you or they might try to talk to you because you're alone. And so it's just a matter of, like, continually keeping your head on a swivel, watching around you, seeing what's going on, make sure nobody's approaching you, whatever. And if they are approaching you, make sure they don't see you videotaping. And so it's process. Like, it's a lot. You're an actor. And so... It's a silent. I hide in plain sight. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I'm documenting that these guys are just sitting at the bar. Nothing's crazy. Well, then at one point I turn on, like I was doing the off and on video thing because they're just sitting there, you know, going through pictures of beer. And another thing is I don't drink. Like I'm not someone who drinks at all ever. Like I just, I don't like it. I don't care. And <laughs> I did too much in college. Now I'm done. <laughs> so I like, it's hard for me. But when you go into a sports bar, like you don't go there to get a glass of water. Oh my God. So of course, <laughs> like I get a beer. If you walked in alone, sat down, and was just like, have some water. And then they're like, oh, are you here to watch the game? And you're like, what is the team name? Like you would, they would kick you out. What is this game? What are these cars? What's going on? Like, I don't, please don't talk to me. Are those cars lost? They look confused. Oh, no. They're just going, going around. Too fast. He, should, he should really slow down before he gets hurt. Oh, goodness gracious. He took that corner so fast. Did they just knock that other guy's car? Like it was, it's wild. I can't, the NASCAR thing, I don't get, but anyways, so that's neither here nor there. So I'm just documenting and I did the like phone off, phone on thing, like to record nursing my beer that this by like, it's warm by this point anyways. So yeah. And the bartender's like, are you done yet? And I'm like, nope, nope, we're good. Like I, I guess I could have ordered more beers, but I wouldn't have finished the first one. I don't know. Anyways. So as soon as I turn, I get to one point where I turn my video camera on. And as soon as I do, I see the co-worker's hand under the bar on my subject's thigh. Oh, yeah. Like, first of all, I'm not someone who assumes only because as a private investigator, the first rule is never assume anything. And you just, I like to say it's like Paul Blart, like just observe and report. Like, don't make assumptions, except like. You you go get like the pretty scooter. What's it called? The uh the Segway. Oh my god. Yeah. Molly, can we write that into my contract? I need a Segway. <laughs> We're throwing a lot at Molly now. We're getting cocky. <laughs> Season two. Wait, she's got like 17 post-it notes of what she needs to change in our contract. So anyways. Wait, so, so I need a segue. No, I just want to hear him. so his hands on his side. You left us here. Yeah, okay, sorry. You're teasing Hi. us. You're so, teasing. So okay. Coworker's hand is on my subject's thigh. Okay. Trying not to assume what's going on. I'm like, that's kind of interesting for a bromance, but whatever. Who the hell am I? I'm just nobody. I'm just document report. Okay. Observe and report. And I'm sitting there and I just, like, I, at this point, I'm keeping it recording because I'm like, ah, something's up. Right. Well, then I noticed that, like, they're at one point, like, I'm kind of, at, I'm not sitting directly behind them. I'm kind of like at diagonal, like an angle. And so I can see behind them, but I can see between their like bodies on the bar to my subject's right side. And the guy was on his, was on his right. And so I could see between them. And so all I see is the guy's hand, the coworker's hand kind of moving like up and down in an up and down motion. You're kidding me. And I'm like, okay, we're gonna, we're not gonna assume. Like, I'm still not assuming because, first of all, what do you think this he's is doing? A public place. So. You think he's practicing his miming? Well, so okay, 
there's so many thoughts that go through your head, right? Like, first of all, this is a public place. So like, no way. There's absolutely no way. And second of all, like, I don't know, your first thought, like, you just like, okay, so this, they're both married to women. So are these guys in a relationship? Like, is this a, like, what's going, so there's so many things going through your head. So Uh you see this happening and I'm like, uh, like, uh, it doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out, like, this kind of juice in this man's pickle a hundred percent. Like, there's like rocket surgeon. I love that. like, Like, Rocket science, rocket surgery. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny, Hannah. No, I've heard you say that before. I love it. Like, rocket science is still like Poindexter, but like rocket surgeon is like, this is a whole nother level. I need to make a, I want to write a list of the McKenzie-isms because we have obviously willy-nilly in front of God and everybody. We've got some dating detectives, one's femme tuition, dogfish. Now we have- It doesn't take a rocket surgeon. Rocket surgeon and juice in his pickle. I'm going to give that to you as well. And listen, we like there is a demand for merch. So we we need to get on the merch because there is a demand for it. And now it it doesn't take a rocket surgeon. Like that's just it should just be like, what's the Shania Twain song where it's like, okay, so you're a rocket surgeon that don't impress me. No. okay, it's fine. I feel like she really missed the ball on that. Like it really should have been like a rocket surgeon. Because it's, like, funny and it's, like, that's not really what it's supposed to be. But, like, also, like, what in the goldfish crackers is going on here? You know what I mean? Like, what are we, like, what's happening? So, anyways, you see this, like, up and down motion under the bar. Like, this, like, what, he's not milking a cow. Like, what are we, like, it doesn't really come on. And no one's, they're just, like, discreet about it. Wow. And also, like, you guys can't see me, but if you, like, imagine just, like, kind of, this guy, like, that's doing the juicing, looking <laughs> around, like, do-do-do-do-do, like, nobody's looking. And he's, like, he's just, like, looking, like, out of his peripheral visions real hard. Like, he's just looking around, like, who's watching me? No one's watching. Okay. And so he's just going to town. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. It's like, this is a family show, kind of, right? But also not because I'm sorry. Like, I, that's just what happened. Like, the facts are the facts. The facts are the facts. And whoo-hoo. All right. So we're... We're in the middle of a sports bar. Also, there, I mean, I guess like good, good for, I'm not kink shaming or shaming anyone, but I'm kind of just like, I don't know, a hand job in a sports bar. That doesn't sound like something I'd be risking it all for. There are better things. That doesn't things. sound like something that appeals to me. <laughs> Could you imagine though, just like, like now we're like, we're doing like hand jobs under the bar. Like there's food here. So we go back to the juice and the pickle and the hand on the thigh and the guy looking around, right? Like, like nobody's watching. It's fine. Keep going. So we're there for two and a half hours in this bar. Okay. He's not like juicing his pickle for two and a half hours. Okay. But like, see, like they're there for two and a half hours. And like, there was some feeling up like under the bar. Like, and listen, 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 like any of you who were like, I have a crisis of like conscience, right? Because I'm like, do I keep recording this? But I need you guys to know if you're in public, there's no expectation of privacy. So if I see it and I videotape it, there's nothing illegal or immoral or unethical about that. I'm just doing my job. Yeah. Also, they weren't like butt naked. Like, I don't know that you tell me, but it doesn't sound like you could like see. You saw enough. Y'all. They don't take a rocket surgeon. Like, you know, like, I see, did I know what I see? So, like, I know what was there. Like, I know what was going on. So, like, yeah, yeah, so uh, you're right. So, but I don't think his pants were off. Like, I think, I think there was like, 
I think it was just like heavy petting over the denim, maybe, but I'm not, I'm still not certain to this day. Oh boy. So anyways, so they go through a couple pitchers of beer, right? So now they're like, I would hope so. Maybe like, I'm thinking, okay, like these guys have to be really comfortable with one another because a lot of times in like any type of homosexual relationship or any type of man on man can, a lot of men are like, no, no, like, you know, but if you identify as straight on a regular basis, you're married to a woman, you know, and, but this is something that like your feeling is that you have these, you know, feelings towards a man. Like, first of all, maybe kind of don't do it in public. I don't, I don't know. Like maybe try to find it. Maybe place. just like generally just, I mean, yeah, it's not legal. So don't do it in public. Yeah. And just so you guys know, like there is no shaming of any kind here. Yeah. These we're not shaming. Facts. I want to hear the rest of the story, but what you're saying is so real. This is a different kind of dog fish. Like, I even hesitate to call it. I mean, I, I want the rest of the story, but I hesitate to call it dog fishing because there's like a lot of nuances to this situation. We'll get into it. Yeah. Is he really who he says he is? Like, is that part? Is that kind? that's a good question? Is this dog fishing? Anyways, is he dog fishing the wife? We don't know. Two and a half hours later, they leave the bar. They go they go to leave. Right. So as I see them kind of wrapping up, they're cashing out their check. I go to my car. And I sit and I wait for them to leave because if you're like you, you don't stay and wait for them to walk out the door like you want to be ready to follow them to the next place they go. That's what you do. So they wrap up and about five minutes later, they come out of the bar and they begin to say their goodbyes and they're hugging and then they kiss like French kiss, like with tongue. Okay, just all willy nilly out here in front of God and everybody in a parking lot. On a main stretch of road. This is not like And are they close some to back road like are they in the town where they live? Like they're not, they're not somewhere far away. No, like we're just we're just we're just out here just like having affairs out in public. Like that's just what we're doing now. Like we're just kissing just out here in front of every like everybody I mean, we can see you. Like do you know what I mean? Like maybe they were just hiding. They were so wrapped up in the romance of the ambiance of a sports bar and and the the beautiful date they just had. They couldn't keep themselves, you know, from making out. It wasn't like a candlelit bar scene. Like, so the the wife obviously didn't know or she would have, like, I probed her. I asked her so many questions. And I feel like she would have maybe said something to the effect of, I think he's gay or I think yeah. he's attracted to this man. Like something. She, it never crossed her mind as far as I knew. So anyways, so they're making out in this parking lot for like a long time. And I'm like, like, you're not invisible. Like we, everybody can see like everybody, which not that they were two men kissing in public, just that they're having an affair in public, like where everybody can see you. Like you're both, like you're cheating on your wife in a town where you live in this parking lot. With a coworker. From where your house is. Like, yeah. Like with somebody you work with, like it, it. for, I mean, too close for comfort for me, but I mean, do you like live your life, fam, right? So, so they're in the parking lot and they're kissing and then they say goodbye and they go to like their separate ways, right? Well, the guy goes home. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is really complex. This is, I have fe- uh because now you are in a position, I mean, they are married and he is unfortunately cheating and deceiving and lying to his partner, which is not good. The reasoning behind that is so complicated and, I mean, so common. I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I, it's just interesting that you're now in a position that doing your job is now, like, outing this person. Like, it just sucks. That's a tough one. 
No, it's true. And when when I finish the story, I'd like to get into that. Yeah. Like, I want to talk about that a little bit because I think that that's really important to bring up. Let's do it. So they go their separate ways. And I end up having a conversation with the wife. Okay. As now, because yeah. of the because of the nature of the video, I did not send it to her, but I did want to show it to her. And so when I talk to her, I meet up with her and I tell, I show her the video and I say, this is like, like, I just give her the facts. Obviously my opinions don't matter. Nothing that I say matters. I just give her the facts. Yeah. Facts are fact. Anybody they know could have seen this and shared the same facts. I mean, it's not like it was. Yes. It's, there's no, this is a public place. So I show her the video. Well, the wife tells me I'm lying. She says that I have fabricated this video. I'm like, what? These aren't stunt doubles. Like I didn't like, what, like this is fun for me. Like I just like find these freaking like stunt doubles all willy nilly to make it look like your husband is having a gay affair. Like, yeah, I don't know. How do you get anything out of that? Yeah. So it was, I think it was like really, it must've been really hard for her. Denial. Yeah. Total denial. Right. So she's like, no Wait, way. What's that? What's that sound? I think it's, I want to say it's. Wendy Williams, where she's like, denial is a river in Egypt. <laughs> Your husband is gay. We have to get the clip. Lucy, stop it. Denial is a river in Egypt. Your husband <laughs> is gay. First of all, it's my job to be like, oh, he's gay. But it is my job to say, this is what I observe. Like, my only job is to say, this is what I observed. Here's the evidence. Here's the proof, right? So, And it, you do with it what you will. Yeah, do with it what you will. Well, she didn't believe me. She walks away. She thinks I'm lying. Like, I'm, I have fabricated this. I've made this up. This is not real. That it's not her husband. It's not, this is just, this can't be real. And so she didn't, she didn't believe me. Like, she didn't want to, right? It's crazy. I don't, I don't, I can't imagine. Like, I just can't imagine. He, like, not only are you learning that your husband is cheating on you, but now you're learning that he's gay too. Yeah. Or that he has gay tendencies or that he's attracted to men also. And so if that's new to you, that, that, that can be shocking. Well, so then I end up talking to her again. Like she calms down and now she knows that it's real. Like she, you know, she's not an idiot. Like she, she knows that it's real. She was hard for her to take. Well, immediately she gets on the horn with the other wife. So she's calling the other guy's wife. Like she's about to out him because like, which by the way, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, is it her place to tell the wife whatever, I mean, but it's not, not her place, I, right? I, like, yeah. who, information what you will i probably i mean i would so, probably go to my partner before i would go to the spouse of the person i think they're cheating with but like i get i get it it's hard that's that's another thing that i want to talk about too is like what at what point is it your place and is it your place and if it's not your place and you still tell then it's still not your place but whatever now you told anyways so she goes and she she contacts the wife of the coworker, right and the wife of the coworker said, yeah, I already knew. What? Yeah. And so my client is like, I'm sorry, what? Pardon me? What do you mean you already knew? And she said, yeah. She said, my husband has been doing this for years. And so- Are they like, like open? That- They're in an open relationship or she just knows he's doing this in secret? Like what? From what I gather, she just knows that he's doing this in secret, but they're married and they have kids and she's not willing to give that up. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. So another dynamic that that's really interesting to talk about is 
when you find this stuff out, like, do you leave? Like, you have a whole family together. Do you break up your marriage because of what you found out? And then what was the point of finding out if you weren't going to do anything? Was it just for the knowledge? And it's these, I'm telling you, the more questions you ask, the more questions you're going to have. So you get, you. there's always more questions than answers. So the other wife tells her, yeah, I've known about this forever. So they've been having an affair ever since they've known each other. And she tells my client that she believes based on what she knows from her husband, that this is her husband's first, first connection with a man, his first bisexual or exploratory. Just say that one more time because my brain got confused. You're saying that the husband of your client, that was his first time having a connection with the Based on what the other wife knows. Yeah. So according to the co-worker's yeah. wife, the first homosexual relationship or connection, bisexual, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is, this was his first connection with another man. And she said that this was the first time that her husband had expressed anything further than sexual. Se- a sexual connection. Like he, yeah. he likes him more than just a sexual connection. So my client's husband, my subject, is experimenting or exploring with this relationship as the first. And so my client is just like, what do you do? Like, like, what do you what do you do? She's like been so in the dark. Also, I want to bring up the fact that not only did she just find out that he's cheating on her having an affair but also finding the, out that everyone else knew but her i'm yeah like now going back to when they all got together as a couple that's like messed up first of all that all three of them were like let's just hang out as a couple it's fine that's so i would be livid that yeah girl I'd be like like i didn't want to be in the closet usually girls stick together right like usually girls are like you know, hey girl, like I have this gossip to tell you, and like they're got, but she didn't. This other wife Ooh, was like, was her lips were zipped. And honestly, yeah, there's a part of me that's like, she had kids, and she was probably trying to protect her family unit and her and her kids, and or maybe sure. she just sucks. I don't know. You come to my house and you're eating dinner at my table, and you got some dirt on my husband that you ain't trying to spill, girl. No. So my client decides ultimately that she's going to leave. And so after, you know, considering the kids and the house and the finances, she decides to leave. But the other lady and her husband are still together. Well, I mean, that is their arrangement. Wait, this is. But she stayed. At first, she stayed. Like, at first, she was like, we need to stay. Like, you know, we have kids, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, the money and the the marriage and the assets and all the things. But she did end up leaving. We could get into a lot right now. It's a lot to unpack, right? Also, you still caught them getting nasty in the middle of a sports bar. We have to appreciate that. That's just a fun plot point in the life and times of Mackenzie. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, he had an affair. He was having an affair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, you. W- regardless of who it was with, he was having an affair. That's what I uncovered. And so I think it was, it's just really interesting to talk about the fact that it was a gay relationship that era bisexual or I don't want to label it, I guess, but I think whatever you want to call that, like he was having an affair with him. It's tricky. When we have a case where it's somebody who's a narcissist, who's never going to get enough and is always going to want more. That's one thing. But then it does make me really sad that a lot of relationships, I think don't have that safety where you can communicate with your partner. And I mean, we can talk, 
in LA right now on all the dating apps, ethical non-monogamy is everywhere. And at first, I'm not personally ethically non-monogamous, but I've met people who it really works for them and it, and I get it. And it's a thing. It's such a True. thing. And I just wish that I, I, there's another, okay, another podcast we're plugging. A friend of the podcast, I would love, we should get her on. It's called Sex with Emily. And it's like a sex therapist. And some of it's out there. Like you're going to hear stories about things that you wouldn't even guess. But somebody called in with this kind of question. He was like, I love my wife. I do also feel like I'm attracted to men and I wish I could explore that, but we don't have the kind of relationship where I could even bring that up. We don't even really talk about sex that much at all. And it just broke my heart that that's out there. And I just wish people like, there's just so much shame and judgment around having desires like that, whether it's like queer or even just some people like, you get in a relationship that doesn't mean other people are all ugly like we have we look around i don't think it's bad to like have crushes when you're in a relationship i think it's unrealistic no i agree well it was interesting too on the on our instagram you what was the story that we posted would you rather be with someone who is a loyal yeah a loyal jerk or someone who cheats on you but loves you yeah but like treats you really well and so many of you were like, I'd rather be with a loyal jerk. And we thought that was so interesting. Like, what an interesting Well, goal. I was going to ask you, yeah, what's your, what's your, can I ask you what you think? Because I think there's arguments for both. No, there's absolutely arguments for both. Like, gun to my head, pull the trigger. Like, neither, right? But right. like, <laughs> so like, don't treat me like crap. But a lot of people, I feel like we are... Uh, many people are possessive like once we have like we want what's ours like that's uh, that's ours right and it comes to if you step out and you're lying then it's like this is a whole nother level so it's i think it's the lying not the cheating so i'd rather have someone who is honest with me but maybe is a jerk but also like or like go get your bag but like be really nice to me as long as you give me presents like go to you boo like if my husband had a girlfriend like he treats me so well i'd be like all right good for you like not really like don't cheat on me because there'd be problems but like like, for the record like don't you fucking dare (laughs) absolutely not but sometimes i'm like i'm like my husband is so nice to me like i wonder if he has a girlfriend because like i'll like how like so nice to me and if he did have a girlfriend i'd be like it's fine because this man treats me like a queen. So I don't know. Like, I, I, I kind of see both sides. If Mackenzie's husband does anything to hurt her, I will. I love him, but I'm just saying it <laughs> because you just, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. But I also love him and I love your whole family. Anyway. Well, if someone, if someone cheats on me, like if, if my husband cheats on me, right? With a woman, it's like you're, you're making a lateral move, right? But if you cheat on me with a dude, it's like, it's like some, is that saying something about my femininity? Is that saying something oh. about me as a woman, me as a person? I don't know. And, I and think- so it just adds even more. And no, if you cheat on me with a dude, then like now do I have to worry about you cheating on me with everyone? Oh. Or like instead of just women or just men? Like, and then I think that a lot of people like me, I'm certain there's more people like me who would get in their heads about it yeah. and just totally overthink it and totally go down a rabbit hole. Well, that is a huge like stereotype with the, community where it's like if you're bi you're like sluttier because you've got 
I don't know, more options, more options, which is like, I think it's beautiful. We got more options. But I also think this is the kind of thing that I would just want. I just want all of the couples in the world to be able to sit down together and like have the conversation that we are having, but about their own yeah. feelings and relationships. And because, you know, there is a world where this man loves his wife, our, our sports ball handy boy, <laughs> loves his wife and is attracted to his wife and also has this other thing that he was pressing. And it's like, I just, it's hard. Right. But if we are sympathetic to the fact that this man is cheating on his wife with a man and we say, oh, well, maybe he just he can't help it that he feels this way. Can we also have the same argument if he were to cheat with a woman? Can we also say, oh, bless his heart. He just he just felt this way. Do you know what I mean? Like, where is the line? I don't know. Yeah, but I just I guess I just feel like I have a hard time. And I think this is where a lot of not controversy, but uh, there might be a lot of arguments forming. Is because I feel like I don't care if you're dating with a man or a woman. You're lying. You're cheating. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I agree. Is your head spinning? Yeah, a little bit. That was a fun conversation, though. I'm glad that that story's different. We always we we've been posting a lot about how we want a wider variety of dogfish type stories. So I'm curious if anyone has has any more to send us. Well, because it's so common to hear the stories about women telling the stories about men cheating on them, but we want to, like, we know that there are other types of relationships out there and we want to tell your story as well, whether these are like polyamorous relationships, homosexual, bisexual, pansexual, transsexual relationships, like whoever and wherever, like this is not just happening in this straight in these straight relationships like this is happening everywhere and we want to tell your stories too like those are just as important yeah and there's differences like between the different types of communities and cultures and equality is accepting that every group of people has some shitty people in it so there are dog (laughs) there are dogfish among all of us yeah and i think it's important to tell all different facets of different stories and different relationships just because there are so many types of relationships that are underrepresented and they don't get talked about. All right. I guess we should stop talking. We've talked a lot. <laughs> but we thank you guys so much for listening to our stories. We we want to hear more from you guys. So if you have a story about a dogfish or just something that you want us to talk about on the podcast, please email us at investigate at datingdetectivepod.com. And our Instagram is Dating Detectives Podcast. We've been posting like fun polls and questions for y'all. And I love all of the answers. So we'll keep doing that. And also, if you have like a poll or a question that you would like the audience to answer, like you could DM us it and we could do it anonymously. We're starting to build a, an audience. Like I feel like I could do a study. Yeah, we really love interacting with you guys because it's so much fun and we love to hear what your thoughts are. And so also make sure you share with your friends, please, and have them listen and get them get them addicted to the dating detectives. And I love you. I love you too. Okay, are we done? Let's let's wrap it up. Goodbye, my dating detective. Bye, my beautiful armchair sleuth.